Hey guys, it's Harry and Travis here for our next episode of the Shouting Around podcast. But first we'd like to tell you about Vale Brewing. You guys know how much we love beer and Vale are at the top of our list. Vale Brewing is proudly family owned and passionate about brewing quality and delicious frothies. Today we will be shouting our guests the original Vale Ale, an Aussie pale ale with a refreshing balance of malt, hops and yeast characters. Hop additions of Amarillo and Cascade give a wonderful fresh crisp finish with lingering flavours of citrus, passion fruit and peaches. Meanwhile, Vale have a wide and unique collection which you can all get your hands on. Their Tropic Ale, East Coast IPA and New World Lager, among others, are some of the best. We are proud to have these guys behind us and the Shouting Around brand. Go check them out and get your hands on some of the best beer going around to set you up for summer in the perfect way. Yo, 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 welcome back, guys. Today we're sitting down with half of OITC, Will. Will, how are you going? Very well, thanks, guys. Welcome, thanks big fella. We are, <laughs> we are live from the OITC Clothing headquarters in Norwood. Uh, great to have you. Great to get out of the studio again and great to be here, Will. Will, do you want to give us a little rundown about yourself? We'll ask you a few questions. So where did you go to school? Uh, went to PAC, just around the corner, actually. So we're, we're in Norwood here today. Um, and, yeah, just down the road. Uh, what year did you graduate? Give my age here. <laughs> um, twenty twelve. So just about to have our ten year reunion in a few weeks, which is beautiful. Pretty scary. That'd be a big one. I'd a few imagine. Beers. Uh, I'd imagine so. Yeah. At, at the school. Uh, I think we do. Yeah, do a school. So tour. you'll probably sleep here then that night after party here. Yeah, roll down. Down. We're in trouble for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you do after school? Like straight after school. Uh, had a gap year. So yeah. So I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do after school. Didn't really have a great deal of direction. Um, so went over and did Camp America, which is yeah. Oh, time my life. Awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And then when I met a few mates in Europe, um, and yeah, so I had, had, a, had a ball that year. Did a vintage before I went to earn some money. Beautiful. Where, um, what winery? Uh, Darenberg. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, so did that with five mates, and that was so much fun. Yes. Um, yeah, so really enjoyed that. And then, yep, saved my pennies and went overseas for six months, uh, yeah. and then came back and sort of yeah, reality sort of hit me. I was like, all right, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, like most people, went and did a commerce degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So started that, um, and yeah. Didn't quite finish it, which I'm sure we'll get to later down the Definitely. track. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. And do you want to give us a little rundown about your business char- uh, partner, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, so Charlie Hender and I yeah. uh, run this together. Um, great mates. So we're about 21 actually. So probably two years into uni, sort of floating around, not doing a great deal with myself. Yeah. Um, sort of getting through uni, but like probably not loving it and not that passionate about it. Yeah. Um, we're sort of going in 21st season. Um, so, you know, going to 21st and... Having a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We're all sort of going to 21st and like, you know, everyone buys a present or gives money yeah. or whatever and we didn't really have anything. You know, like No one was really giving like like a any physical gift. present. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Charlie and I were sort of – Charlie actually went to Henley and I went to PAC but sort yeah. of had some mutual connections. So no it. footy beef on the field or anything like <laughs> that? I know Charlie with that Hender last name would have been pretty handy at footy. Yeah, Charlie's a very good footballer. Uh, but yeah, Charlie didn't play, actually play for a few years after, after school. Came back this year. Yeah. Hadn't played for yeah. four or five uh-huh. years and yeah. unfortunately did his ACL. Yeah, so I think that. He, yeah. he might be having a little stint on the sidelines, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but sort of regressed a little bit there. But yeah, so Charlie and I sort of kept in touch p- post-school. Weren't best mates or anything, but, uh, you know, have a beer together and, you know, have a good laugh. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, 21st season started seeing each other a bit more and sort of, you know, lots of mutual interests and like, became better friends. Yeah, um, beautiful. And yeah, so we, like, like I said, didn't really have any gifts to give anyone and sort of, 
um, we both had a business sort of passion, like sort of both of our family backgrounds are in business. Yeah. Um, and we sort of thought, hey, like, I'd like to do something. And like, you never know, at the time so we get a T-shirt label or like, yeah. you know, I remember like, I actually wanted to do like a, a printed T-shirt brand like yeah. with like photographs, which like in hindsight is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> we probably wouldn't be sitting here in <laughs> no, I don't now. So. Like that would have lasted all of six months. Um, anyway, so I actually used to work at a, a place called Ivy League, um, which was a really cool menswear shop on the parade. Um, which did you know suits, uh, clothing? They actually brought Scotch and soda to Australia. Beautiful um, yeah. academy in its early days. Um, yeah, and they had the suits and they had um, accessories they did with the suits. Yeah, that um, sort of you know went in a different direction. They ended up closing that, but uh, they had a contact overseas in China um, to make accessories. So I hit up my old boss, who was still a good friend. Yeah, and sort of said, hey, um, would you set us up overseas? So he handed over an email for this dude. Yeah, and you know, pretty naive. Um, Charlie and I thought, you know, we'll send an email, let's do a, an accessories label. Yeah. Um, so we had no background, like no business background. You know, I said our families are in business, but like very, very naive, had yeah. no idea what we're doing. Um, so we sent over an, a Google image of a Ralph Lauren tie. It was this beautiful like silk tie with like a navy tie, red and white stripe, and it was really nice. <laughs> we didn't have design skills or anything, so we sent this picture and said, can you make this? And these guys were like, yeah, well, like, you know, what, what, what width is it going to be? What what uh, materials and all like, the details. But no idea. Like, yeah. No You're like, oh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What's the best material, mate? Um, yeah. So we literally couldn't have been greener. Anyway, so we, you know, paid a paid a deposit for a sample, and they sent it over. And about a month later, we got this DHL package back, thinking, oh, how exciting is this? I opened it up, and it was a black tie, polyester with a silver and red stripe. Like, this, I've still got the tie. It is like <laughs> the most disgusting tie I've ever seen. Um, that was a bit of a reality check. Like, hey, like. Probably dealing with China isn't as easy as we first imagined. Yeah. Um, but that's how we started. So um, long story short, six months later, we probably got our first little range, which is probably like, I think about eight bow ties. Yeah, so you ended up going through them? Yeah, yeah. so th- they, they ended up being amazing. We're still using them for our ties. Yeah. yeah. But um, I suppose we've since learned that communication is so important overseas because, you know, it's obviously their second language. Yeah. We don't speak a, speak a word of Cantonese or... Um, yeah, you know, probably should have taken that in school. In well, yes, if I, in hindsight, if I'd paid attention in um, another language at school, it might have been <laughs> very beneficial. But yeah, too busy on the footy field. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So no, didn't um, didn't uh, we had no skills overseas, yeah. um, and we we learnt some you know communication skills and you know what sort of detail they need um, to get us to the point where we could release our first range, um, and then sort of. It's, it's grown from there. There's lots more, lots more that's gone happening in between, but that's pretty keen to delve into that. Yeah, so. cool. Yeah. Well, Harry, should we get on to what we're shouting? Of course. Today, Will, uh, we're shouting you around. Trav, what are we drinking? Beautiful Vale Brewery, their Pale Ale, Australian Pale Ale. Will, you've actually got a nice connection with this company. If you want to delve into it, we do. Yes. So, um, so we're obviously OITC Clothing Co., but we've also got a, a separate uh, company called. Custom by OITC. Where Just quickly, that beer is nice. Very good. That's a very nice beer. <laughs> very nice beer. Uh, ready so for a big Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Settle in, boys. Um, so, yeah, custom by OITC. It's sort of, um, it's, it's, it's a custom merchandise business, basically. Yeah. Uh, we sort of noticed a bit of a gap in the market um, where we had a few people approach us, really, and said, hey, can you make some merchandise with the OITC quality? And we sort of thought, well, yeah, we've got contacts overseas, so yes, we can. Um, took a bit of negotiation to get our minimums down. Uh, but, yeah, so I think our first job was actually Hated All Wines, Tommy Jonas and yeah. Freddie, but 
have hated all. So we made a hat order for them, 100 hats, and then have gone from there. But yeah, so the custom business is growing. It's really exciting. So we're at, probably our niche is sort of we, we offer a, a high end custom offering. So mm. you know, there's lots of places we can go get a screen printed basic yeah, AS, 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 yeah. AS, AS color. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're great. You know, and that's it's um they make a good product. They do the job for what they're meant to do. They do. Yeah. But you know, the more premium, higher end businesses that want to sort of you know align with a more premium brand. That's where we're sort of coming in. We can make, you know, our OITC quality quarter zip or hat or tea um, with your own labels on it. Has we'll have to get a few with the Shane Around logo on there, I reckon. I think we may have to. Exactly right. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll send record with the polos on. So I've gone off track again here. but no, it's good. Vale Ale, very good supporters of ours. So we make all their merch. So we've done a bunch of hat orders for them, quarter zips, teas, special event merch. We're about to open a really exciting new brewery in McLaren Vale. It's called the Tap House. Um, yeah, so we've yeah, done all I've the uniforms. That. Yeah, so they're a really great brand. Um, South Australian owned and, and operated, um, which is also fantastic. Um, so yeah, they're, they're one of our best whole um, custom clients. Perfect. Yeah. And the beers taste are really good. You know, exactly. Like so it sounds like they're an amazing this, company, this working with the, the right um, people. This is the Australian Pale, yeah. Yeah. but the Tropical, the orange can. Make sure they send the, they'll send you there next time. They're very, yeah. very good. Done. Definitely specifically ask for them. <laughs> Um, let's go back into the brand. Um, I want to ask who came up with the idea originally. <sighs> to be honest, it I probably is a bit of a joint thing, but uh, I, d- I don't really remember. Mm. <laughs> I think, like, like I said, I, I was working at Ivy League and I had that contact. So I think you know, Charlie and I, I remember we were sitting actually, we were sitting at the lights on the corner of Green Hill Road and Fulton Road. It was the day after my 21st, <laughs> and there's three of us, myself, Charlie, and our friend Davo. Yeah. I remember we were just hung over in the car. Like I think we'd, we'd been asked to take the bottles and cans for recycling. We just load up for about two days and just, yeah. like, just hadn't got to it and we're just being idiots. I remember we were saying, like, Charlie and I were just talking about, like, I think we are talking about this year starting a business and, like, you know, everyone has those sort of ideas and, I don't know, not, not many of them really... Come to fruition. Exactly right. I was trying to say that, but I didn't <laughs> try and pronounce on a podcast. Um, so, yeah, I remember we were sitting there and we are like, let's do something. And then... I, I sort of, I, I think we said, let's do something a bit different. You know, like, like I said, you know, everyone does a T-shirt brand or something like that. So, yeah, hit up my mate, gave him a call. I can gave Charlie a call a week later and said, hey, like, let's do something. And he was keen as. Um, and Sounds like you to me, Trav. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is history. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, like Definitely. Well, well, going on to that, then how did you guys come up with the name? Uh, well, once again, we ha- didn't have a name, and like, it yeah. obviously, yeah, <laughs> um, and that was a tires. <laughs> that was a tricky one. So, um, obviously, starting out without, if you're not an influencer or you've got no real profile, yeah. you're starting from a long way back. We've oh, since learned this, um, especially now. Like, it's starting something without some sort of profile or, um, you know, some sort of status. Unfortunately, it's ve- it's very hard to get in front of people. Yeah. Um. So we obviously we started this six years ago as Instagram sort of taking off. Um. So we, we really needed to leverage off something. So my mum has got a business in Dulwich called One Rundle Trading Company, yeah. which is a fantastic shop. Um, homewares, interiors, lifestyle, fashion, the whole lot. Sort yeah. of like a one-stop shop for middle-aged women. Yeah, <laughs> everything that the Karens are burnt hard. Exactly like. right. Yeah. Um, no, they've done a great job. And it's almost 20 years old now. Shit. Um, so they've got a lovely picture theatre there in Dulwich. Um, and, you know, I, I suppose, in, especially in the eastern suburbs, it's sort of a pretty well-known store. So we sort of thought, well... We've got an amazing, um, I suppose, brand reputation there that we, we, should, we should leverage. Yeah. So we started as ORTC MAN, the yeah. acronym for One Rundle Trading Company, yeah. uh, and started uh, yeah, as ORTC MAN, which was 
our um, probably about 18 months we were OTC man. Yeah. That was fantastic because instantly, of course, you get your family, friends, they're going to buy your stuff yeah, just because yeah. they want to support you. Yeah. But then also, um, you know, the customers that came in responded well to the brand. We sort of thought, hey, like, maybe we're onto something here. Yeah, sort of. Or you go. Yeah, at this point, was this like just the tyres and stuff? Yeah. So yeah. I think the first range was six or eight bow tyres, six or eight silk tyres. Yeah. I think we would have got 30s, which, which would have been the minimum of each tyre. And yeah. started selling. Just go from there, yeah. yeah. yeah like I'll I said, going to, going to 21st and going to events and yeah. everyone's gifting him and we're gifting him and then... yeah. Everyone starts wearing them and we're like, hey, like, this, this is fun. Well, what I was going to say about the old starting out, and it's mainly your mate starting out early. We've sort of had that early with our first few listeners are just people we know, like, mainly, and then it slowly grows. And it would have been the same with you guys. Like, what was it like having the first sale that wasn't someone that you guys directly knew or might have been an interstate person? Or It's awesome. Like, it's so exciting. Like, you know, you, you never get sick of sick. Like, even now we get a sale. Like, it's yeah. so exciting. But, yeah, like... Yeah first you know few months is all your mates and that's fine and yeah. like you need your mates to get off the ground and that, that, oh, that yeah. supports you, you know you appreciate it so much but i suppose like for longevity you really need to start you know, building getting your own community exactly right building yeah. a community and you know spreading your wings um which we've you know slowly but surely done yeah beautiful and uh you can't it kind of makes sense now with uh with the acronym of the name but uh how many people say ought Oh man, it's like it's a bit of we, we we laugh like Charlie and I laugh all the time because you know we we get everything we get like you know it's obviously O R T C but I, yeah. people must read it wrong. So like we get O T R man, we get on the run, we get <laughs> we get Ort man, we get Ortic, we get Ort C, Ortka, Orca, like every everything that is other than O R T C we get. Yeah, but you know like I really just like an amazing. Oh man, it's it's crazy, yeah. but like we, it doesn't really phase us to be honest. Yeah, um, I suppose it's similar to like you know there's a brand called. Ruka, RVCA. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I always thought that was RVCA. Like, you know, the, like the, it's yeah. the way it's spelled. Oh, like you used to say it as RVCA. Yeah, yeah I always, yeah. Like, you know, when we were like 18, that's what I was wearing, at, like RVCA yeah. hats. But like, it's Ruka. I had Ruka, no idea. Yeah. And Thanks, I you just taught me something. You learn something yeah, new well, every day. Oh, shit. And like, I someone, didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't either. And someone told me that once and I was like, oh. And I sort of, I suppose, like similar with ORTC. Like, yeah. You know, if people say it wrong, then someone around a table will correct them. And I always hear people like correct people like the wrong way. Yeah, it's not say, ORTC, it's yeah, ORT. Someone will say ORTC and they'll go, no, no, it's ORTSI or ORTCA. Yeah. And like, it's like, no, mate. And like, I've heard like, so many people have come up to me and be like, you don't understand. Like, I've had the biggest arguments with my friends because that person's corrected that person and they've got no idea. But like, once again, if people are talking about our brand, you know, it's conversational. Like, it's exactly. It really doesn't phase me. That's generic growth. Exactly right. And so you started, uh, you said you started out with tyres. Yeah. Um, did you. What did you do in terms of designs for those? Did you just do a bunch of different stuff to start out with? Yeah, so at, at first we were picking off um, you know, catalogs of stuff they had pre-made, yeah. um, which we knew wasn't very su- sustainable. Yeah, Charlie, my business partner, he's a guru, absolute genius. So like anything he puts his mind to, he will he will work hard until he's you know mastered. So he identified as like, all right, well, we need design skills here. We don't have them. So Google, YouTube, um, learn it, hitting up mates. He, yeah. he found a way to learn how to design without, you know, no degree or, you yeah. know, courses. He just... It's the hardest stuff ever. He just gets to work. Um, yeah, he's... I'm telling you, he's a genius. Anyway, so he um, he decided, well, clearly this is not sustainable. It's choosing other people's prints. When I say other people's prints, they had like yeah. a... In China, absolute rolls and rolls and rolls of fabric. And, you know, we were just choosing some, like some swatches that they had available at their factory. Um, so, yeah, uh, Charlie learned design. Um, and that sort of helped us 
grow. <laughs> Going forward, yeah. yeah. What was the company in China like when you started sending them over their designs? Were they like, oh, but these aren't our gear, or were they? Oh, they don't. Pretty care. open. No, they and they just die at themselves, and yeah, like especially well, the ties are woven. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're, they're incredibly talented. Um, like, like I said earlier, it's all about communication with them. Yeah. Right? So you know their attention to detail down to the you know the final detail. They just have to be very clear on. Yeah, yeah and they won't muck it up. So a lot of comms back and forth. Oh, comms. WeChat is is the main um, uh, platform for communication. So yeah. a lot of our communication with all our suppliers is done through there. Yeah, um, and then a little bit of email. And then when you started going into actual physical clothing, what were some of the early items you guys did? Yeah, what order did you go from yeah, so tires? Like, so like one of Charlie's attitudes from the, from day one, which I think you know held us in very very good stead, is we want to master a product before we go to the next. We're not just trying to like. You know, do 15 products at once and do everything and sort of, yeah. you know, half-ass it. You know, yeah. cause we're, one of our biggest pillars is quality, right? So uh, we, we're not prepared to release a, a product we're not proud of. And Charlie's attention to detail is crazy with that sort of stuff. So we started with the tyres and got them to, an, uh, you know, a, a level which we're really proud of and you know, yeah. it was doing really well and that was sort of re- – retail was going well and the wholesale, which is the big side of our business, was, yeah. was strong. Um, and then we went to socks. Um, once again, going from – pretty simple accessories to socks like it's it's a different kettle of fish like uh, you guys probably look at a sock and go it's a sock but there's so many different um details to cut the size mm. you know the waist the um the cuff around the ankle yeah. like there's composition of the, the, the um the materials you know we use a comb cotton with a bit of less stain and like there's like you know a few other materials yeah all stuff we didn't know <laughs> um so once again we're picking it off other people's labels all right this person's got a bit of elastane spandex you know like all this sorts of stuff um, sort of address again a little bit there, but basically our first range of socks we thought they were great, yeah. right? And we we had this factory, the second factory we found, second factory was from Alibaba, yeah, and we thought they were great. We had six styles and they were selling and people were buying them, and then like a bit of feedback, hey, like these are pretty tight around the um around the like you know lower leg and yeah, okay. oh, you know we were like tweaking a few things. We thought that was sick quality, yeah, because we didn't know socks, yeah. Um, and then we had our second order in with them actually, and they. Like, went a bit shady with communication. I think they're normal because they were such small quantities, yeah. the lead times were probably about three months. Yeah, because they put you in the bottom of the pecking order. Yeah, exactly right. Like, we would have been the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Anyway, so I think we got about, would it, yeah, it would have been about two months in. So we pay your deposit straight away. Normally yeah. it's 50%. And we paid our deposit and sort of getting comms back, sort of like, they normally send some pictures through and we're sort of thinking, like, this is taking a fair while to get back to us and after three months we sort of think like we start hitting them up like hey like yeah where is our order like, you know it's a long time without socks and we're thinking like we've got some pre-orders for them with wholesale yeah started freaking out a bit but this is still like very part-time yeah. and very casual so we're like it wasn't the end of the world but we're sort of like hey we want to we've sold out of our socks everyone sort of wants to get them again and then three months went by four months five months and we're thinking like they're now gone cold on us i didn't reply nothing and we're like we're sort of freaking out because I think the deposit was maybe like four thousand US dollars, which now isn't you know massive, but like at Still the time, fair, as yeah. a startup, at the time, man, that's you know, f- with the dollar was way better back then, but maybe it was like six grand. Yeah, and um, you know, that's the only money you start with. Yeah. Exactly, it's really important. For like, oh yeah, all at this time, all our cash going back straight back into product. Yeah, um, and then I remember I had a, a friend of mine was in lighting, and he um, had a a contact over there and I said, mate, do you reckon you could send someone to go and check out this factory at this address? And they sent someone and sure enough, they packed up and left. So like they, they were gone. So like, so was our money. 
And like the money was, you know, an issue, but the main issue was like we 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 we've gone six months without socks now. Exactly. Like you know, we're in our second year. Um, it's been embarrassing and sort of. Well, like I imagine now if you were waiting six months for board shorts to turn up, and next thing you know, they arrive in the middle of winter. Like, we'd be stuffed, you know. Like, fortunately, now we've got some amazing um, contacts. So anyway, that forced us to then find another sock supplier who we're still with now, and who's amazing, amazing quality. Amazing communicator, really good person. Her name's Bonnie. She's lovely. Shout out, Bonnie. Yeah, shout, shout out, Bonnie. Shout out Bonnie. Some of the names are fantastic. <laughs> so Bonnie's a legend. Like we've, you know, still with her. She's making great product for us, and it was a blessing in disguise because one, it um, helped us uh, get a greater understanding of our product and sort of you know getting a, a higher quality product, but also it helped us um, probably not be so too too trusting. You know, yeah. we're dealing yeah. with people a long way away who we don't know from bar of soap. Um, and fortunately now we've got the most amazing relationships with all our suppliers. We've got six or seven of them. Who does most of the supplier relationships? So, Charlie, so, Charlie? so Charlie's head design. Yeah. Um, and so he, he deals with them. Uh, and yeah, so the, what was I talking about? Socks. 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 Supplier. <laughs> Suppliers. So I could rabble on for hours. <laughs> shit. That's what we want. Um, so back on the socks. Yeah, so we've, we've got a new supplier. We've got great quality. And it probably taught us to be a bit more careful over there with our money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's held us in good stead, I think. It's good. And then where'd you go from socks? So went from socks oh. to I think we went hats. Yeah, we went to hats. Yeah, yeah. so you so went all steel majority accessories. Like accessories. Yeah, was, yeah, we're an accessories label. So I think probably from I can from the hats we j- I remember once again I remember we were Charlie and I were both at sitting at Dulwich having a coffee. Pretty stress free at the time. <laughs> I remember yeah. we sort of thought, hey, like. I think Charlie flagged it and was like, hey, we've probably, we're pr- probably pretty narrow here as OITC man. Like having the man in your name sort of pigeonholes you just as a men's label. Yeah. And I suppose we've always had aspiration to be a clothing label. And, you know, just being a men's brand really, really is quite narrow. So we're like, hey, let's go OITC Clothing Co. So once, if you think about it really quite deeply, one Rundle Trading Company Co. Okay. doesn't actually make sense. But yeah. like, so we're... We're, we're, we're obviously we're very separate entities. We're separate businesses. So, yeah. how do your mum feel about you guys? Sort of not poaching the name, but she's proud. Like, yeah. and she's still very proud. And like, she's you know happy for us. Um, so yeah, OYTC Clothing Co. became you know the name, which I think looks a lot neater. It's it's probably a bit it's on the wall over there, and it looks super clean, yeah. top class, top shelf. You know, it's cool. So you know, obviously some of the branding is OYTC, some has yeah. the full lot, but um, yeah. So we went hats, and then. Swim, yeah. First range of swim, yeah, and then sort of got that pretty spot on, I think. And then went. It's actually COVID hit, and we didn't have clothing. We had some tees, which were pretty crap. Yeah. Our first range of tees from a different supplier. Probably weren't that proud of them. Yeah. Um, and then COVID hit. We were actually in America. Went, we we're doing a trade show selling wholesale, which is obviously selling to shops. Yeah. In okay. New York. I remember we were at a trade show, and this dude said to us, "Like this COVID thing is going about to hit. It's gone running through China." Um, and you guys better be careful with your suppliers over there because everything's going to shut down soon. I remember Charlie and I looked at each other and sort of laughed like, "This guy's yeah. nuts!" Like, <laughs> Typical <laughs> American. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, we're thinking like, "Yeah, right, mate." Like, <laughs> wouldn't have thought. He's like, "You guys, you know, get home." I'm like, "We're like, mate, like, we're fine. We're living the dream. We're in America for work. Yeah, we're in New York, thinking, how good's this?" And then I remember we we got out of that. We did some good orders and like, yeah. we're hell excited, like getting back, thinking, "How good's this?" Spent in New York, got some orders over there. People like what we're doing. And um, we were, I remember going through customs and they were like, people were like temperature checking us and stuff. I thought, like, and there was ambulance people there and sort yeah. of like, obviously they're starting to freak out with this COVID thing. Yeah. 
thought, hey, maybe this is a little bit more serious than um, we first saw, thought. Yeah. And then fast forward, like maybe three weeks later, and obviously COVID's gone mad, um, and like you know, pretty much all these orders were just done cancelled overnight because everyone's closed, and like that was a bit of a bummer. Um, but so that was. But fast track maybe a couple of months, April, and like you know, yeah. everyone's in lockdown. It's pretty grim. Um, Charlie's been once again working on the clothing side of things. Were you guys full time at this stage? We just were, yeah. So like pretty crap timing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we about three years in. I reckon we've said, all right, let's let's go full time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Charlie was still working on clothing, but once again, we're not going to just release something that we're not proud of. Um, so we were probably six months away from really capitalizing so if we you know if we were if we had our clothing ready in march of that year would have been amazing for business because yeah. everyone's locked up with loungewear and you know like mm. that was sort of that comfort style clothing we released our first range of sweats like crew necks in september of that year yeah so like we were just a little bit late so after everyone wasn't working yeah and you know exactly right and so like but everyone had bought you know their stuff and they were yeah. sort of by that time. Off their government money. And yeah, <laughs> job keeper. Yeah, exactly right. It's nice but for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we um, we just missed the boat on that. Uh, and then, you know, it's by, by September, everyone's sort of changing their um, wardrobes to more of that sort of um, summer, summer gear. Stuff. But the issue as well was no one was travelling. So, like, normally, you know, people buy boardies and, you know, teas yeah. and linen Off and stuff. Off to Bali and yeah, stuff Yeah, Bali like or that. even, like, summer. Like, yeah, or you know, people from overseas. Like, yeah. The whole lot. Um, so we, we still had a good season that year with our swim and our, and our, our summer gear, but like we sort of just the timing wasn't perfect. Mm. Um, so then so that, that sort of fast-tracked our, our more active sort of casual wear, yeah. um, which at the time we thought was the coolest thing ever, which is some quarter zips and some hoodies. Yeah. Um, and then now it's since sort of obviously <laughs> grown and uh, we're so proud of where it's at now. But if we had what we had, like our, our range we had, now, back then, it probably would have been a bit of a different story with our growth. Yeah, okay. How'd you go early on, like, funding it, in a sense? Did you, you obviously, of course, at the start, you always have to invest a bit of money, but yep. did you kind of get to a point where the money you were making, you were able to invest back into the business? Yeah, so for the first, geez, three years, every cent went back in. Yeah. Um, we were pretty aggressive with our, I suppose, ambition. You know, we've always wanted it. We didn't want this to be like a little hobby yeah, you weren't going to half ass <clears throat> Exactly right. So, you know, everyone sort of tells you. Like, I think for the first few years, everyone sort of laughs and goes, oh, you're still doing that thing. Like, yeah, well, yeah, we are. Like, Fucking nice we are. And then, like, you know, three years in, you start your full time with it and you're making some, you know, all right money. Yeah. Everyone's still saying, oh, you, you know, you still do that that, that um, bow tie thing. Like, and we say, yeah, yeah, we still do that bow tie thing. And then, like, you know, probably probably this is, like, the first year people stopped asking, are you guys still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we didn't care, but, like um, – Back to the cash thing. Yeah, all that cash kept going back in. So Charlie and I were working uh, casual jobs yeah. elsewhere. I was doing – I was back at a winery, actually, up at Sidewood. Yeah. Shout out to Henry Borchardt. <laughs> He's a good man. He looked after me. Um, so, like, yeah, I was sort of trying to balance. I did a vintage and I was sort of trying to balance doing, packing wholesale orders. And what, yeah, what was that like, sort of balancing work? It's hard, hard, man. And Charlie was doing gardening. Yeah. Um, like pretty well full so time. I would have been exhausted. Yeah, it's so like you know, you're finishing a day at the winery or whatever and like going up to the warehouse in McGill and packing orders and it was pretty grim. Like so you guys had a space, like a full warehouse once and again, everything like that? No, nah, we're very lucky. Mum had a warehouse up there for yeah. uh, some furniture she was importing. Yeah. And we had sort of like a mezzanine sort of up there, yeah. which was like in summer, about 50 degrees. Yeah. But you love it. You get yeah, your no, own space. Exactly right, like man. Like it. you're so excitable. Um, had a little office and that was cool. But yeah, like we was doing stuff after hours and, you know, 
girlfriend at the time, Charlie's girlfriend Bridget, like would always help. Like it was you know, sort of just one of those things where yeah. everyone just get to work and yeah. make it happen. At what point did you move in here? So it's funny because like, we've obviously got the whole space now. Yeah. So we started with having like a little corner and then sort of had a little bit more. What bit? So oh. you, you know the office downstairs, yeah. which, which is like a little here right now. The shop bit? Uh, the next part, so oh, the next oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like returns well, and stuff done. Returns, yeah. That was our whole warehouse. But like even even so, before that, we started with like a little cube out the back, a few pallets. Yeah, it's actually a workshop, the Hygie Studio, which is some friends of ours. Like they do some amazing. Are work. they next door still? No, no. So they've, ah. they've since gone. So they've um, they do amazing events and weddings, and um, they're very creative and very cool. So they um they used to have a workshop out the back. So like it was like a, basically like a, a chippy's workshop amongst our stuff so it was full of dust and it was just like absolute nightmare for us so we had like a couple pallets there and we had like that, that room on the way in um and then we sort of took over some more space and then it sort of got to a point where next door was actually a, it was an event space so they yeah. had it was good signature wines it was really really cool unfortunately got shut down by council because it's a residential area yeah yeah um but <laughs> little do they know how pissed you guys get <laughs> it was so much fun like we, it was actually pretty dangerous because you like a bar next door every night having to be yeah. like probably just you know, it's a Tuesday night like, <laughs> we don't need that it's a Wednesday yeah. night tonight yeah, well, yeah that's it's right. a public holiday tomorrow yeah well, let's go I'm going to pay the queen right. <laughs> so where are we at we'll, yeah so we, we've anyway long story short we've, ta- we've slowly taken over more and more and more space here and now I've got the whole building yeah um, but yeah so like it, you know those first few years like, we sacrificed a bit of like lifestyle you know yeah. by that by this time we're 24 25 a lot of your mates are finishing uni and getting real jobs and you know starting to make good money um you know we're, like, we weren't doing it tough like you know we're very very lucky but you know you probably just don't have the disposable income to be like you know going out and partying with yeah. your mates and like going to bali for a week yeah exactly right stuff. you know we, we were very fortunate like work paid for us to go to new york and like do stuff like that and you know um we're growing a really exciting business that we're so passionate about and like, you know people are talking about how much they hate the job and like we don't feel like we were working when we're doing this stuff, you know. So that that was really cool. We like wouldn't for a second complain about it, but um, all our money was going back in. Yeah, the shop front downstairs is that. Does someone work that? Can you buy stuff? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. so that's um, open Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um. So that's it's, it's a really it's a really profitable shop. Like you know, it gets yeah, like yeah. you'd be surprised at how many people come Wanna through. Like there. actually try the clothes on and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So do you promote it much as they're coming by? We do, yeah. So it's on our website and, you know, we advertise when new drops and stuff are in there. But yeah. um, we don't have a, f- a full-time staff member in there. We sort of staff it with our, all our staff in the building. Yeah, okay. Which can also be a massive drain because, like, you know, someone might be like a, a designer sitting there and the doorbell goes and that person's available, they'll go down. But, that you know, it breaks up their day and what they're doing. So, you know, they have to go downstairs and serve and, like, you know, it's really hard to, like, Switch off from doing, or switch on from yeah, going. Especially if they're like hard typing emails or something. Yeah, doing something like that and then going down and having, it, hey, how you going? How can I help you? Yeah, and like the Turn on that, that retail sort of Yeah, brand. and you know, these, some of these people aren't retail people. Yeah. Not everyone's a retail person and you know, everyone tries their best, but like it's really hard to create an ex- You know, I, I want a retail space to be really warm and welcoming and inviting. And even when I'm down there sometimes, I'm like, hey, switch on. Like, because you want people to come in and try on their clothes and feel comfortable and go, hey, I might buy that, something else, you know? Yeah. And the environment down there right now, I don't love yeah. because, you know, it's a bit narrow, it's a bit small, there's one of everything out. Sort of no boutique. Sp- yeah, there's, there's one of everything out because there's no space and we go out the warehouse to get the stuff for them. Yeah, okay. You're going back and forth, back and forth. They, they, sometimes they feel guilty like asking you to get something. It's like, no, yeah, no, no, it's yeah. my job. Like, I'm happy to do that. It's all right, yeah. But like, it's been, like, it's been great for us because it's been an afterthought. That, that front room was sort of there and we're like, hey, 
probably perfect for a shop. You know, we always yeah. it looks it looks good though. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, thank it you. Like, make great content and everything like that in there. Like yeah. yeah, so like it's been good, but it's now got to the point where like, hey, like this is too big great a distraction from our from our, for our workers. Mm. And you know, it's a bit unfair for them to like be breaking up their day so much. So we've just recently taken on a new space at the parade. Um, and we're finally taking the plunge. We've got 100 square meters on the parade. Like Beautiful it is like a prime real estate. Yeah, and like Charlie and I, once again, like talking about trying to be, I suppose, perfectionists. But like we've always said, we, we don't want to shop until we have the best shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're biased, and people probably turn up the nose and go, oh, whatever, mate. But yeah. we've got the coolest space. Um, we've literally done. Have you started designing? Oh, it's done. Almost done. So open in two weeks. So yeah, yeah. like big grand. The, the listeners can obviously have a check it out once we open. But like. By the time Could, this is out, it'll be open. Oh, cool. So Couldn't be prouder. So, yeah. Like, it is high-end. Like, the, the, you know, the idea of it is to ultimately roll this model out interstate. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, every detail has been done beautifully. Like, we had a design by Georgie Freed, who's very, very, very talented. And so she's designed it beautifully. Um, it's been, you know, built really well. Um, and, yeah, like, I couldn't be prouder. Like, it's a true representation of our brand. People will walk in and be like, this is cool. You know, like, yeah. it's really, This really is cool. that top sort of class stuff yeah, that like they try and provide positioning they wise do provide. for sure positioning i think it elevates us and what we're doing um it's like you know it's it's going to be really high end you know it's still comfortable like it's very beachy and yeah, yeah. And white and um neutral neutral tones but it'll be comfortable in there and you'll like, it'll be a really pleasant shopping experience yeah. and a true representation of like sort of the lifestyle brand we're trying to build opposed to um you know the, the shop down there which probably isn't that comfortable yeah yeah, gotcha. Um, and how'd you go about getting? Let's scoot back a little bit. How'd you go about getting your name out there? Um, in terms of like social media usage and it's tricky. Yeah, how'd you go about it early on? Oh, especially we're, like we're we talked about it. Tough. Yeah, like you talked about it with you about it's hard if you don't have a big social media following or there's not an influencer or someone backing you up. Um, yeah, it's how'd really you go about that? So like once again, like I think I spoke to you guys off air before, but like Charlie and I don't like to make this about us. Like you know, I've never done a podcast before. Like. We, we sort of try and keep a low profile, yeah. which is like kind of the opposite of what, what you should really be doing with this sort of stuff. We've recently sort of transitioned to like identifying. We probably need to put ourselves out there more. But yeah, yeah to start with, like we had no nothing. Like, you know, we would we started an Instagram page and a Facebook page and sort of followed mates and got the followers back. And yeah, like I suppose slowly we, we, we use the influencer model from day one, like, you know, gifting yeah. some blokes and sort yeah. of getting it on some footy players who... Might happen to be a mate or an acquaintance. Yeah. I've got a connection there. I know Charlie probably knew a few, him and his brother. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so Lou and Jazz had some contacts. I had a few, like, sort of just, l- I suppose, like anything in business, like influences, like connections, anything. You just got to ask questions and ask favors of people. Yeah. Um, so like, we, when we spoke to Harry Holland, he's, he's like, I'm not really going to say no to a free hoodie or a free t shirt or a free tie and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. It's just going to find the one. Yeah. Does, yeah. He's exactly like, right. but you got to find the ones that line up with the way your brand wants to go. Yeah, exactly right. And it's it's getting trickier, like you know, because there's so many more brands and like people are getting more followers and you know yeah. people are probably getting more stuff thrown at them. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so like we started with that influencer gifting model. Um, you know, it was all like sort of gifting at the start, and as we're sort of growing, it becomes more paid and it's more strategic. Yeah, but certainly like um, yeah, it's been a pretty sound model. Who's one sort of influencer that you might give a little shout out to here that you went wow this person's had a massive effect on our brand if you can think of one was this one you were yeah with early a lot? doors yeah. yeah so tex walker early doors i remember he wore one of our ties to the best and fairest yeah and that was really cool like at the time that was oh like, to you guys that'd be awesome yeah he's a great man tex and like 
you know, him wearing it to the best and fairest and tagging us. It was probably like in our first year or so. Like that yeah. was so cool. It still yeah. is. Like, you know, I was, um, and a few other boys, um, Brad Ebert wore one of our bow ties to yeah. their best and fairest. And like, yeah, like that was really cool. And like, that was super, super stoked with that. And that, you know, throwing that on the social media and like, exactly. Like, if you like, and everyone's like, you know, it's put, it gives you a bit of cred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, a bit of once again, text. I think when we released our first range of quarter zips, he took a picture, I sent him one. We, and he took a picture with his son wearing one of our quarter zips. Yeah. And sort of went at, that, at the time, he was playing some very, very good football and, you know, the man. Yeah. Um, I've seen him a little bit through your social media and that doing bits of modelling and even with his son with some yeah. on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so Tex has been a very good supporter of ours and, you know, always plugging us and sort of, you know, throwing up some pictures and wearing it. Um, yeah. So, you know, like Tex was one of the first sort of influences we used. Yeah. That, um, you know, I think he's very relatable and, um, yeah, like it, it was. It was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about this, but I wanted to ask, like, are you stocked in stores and stuff? And yeah, how do you go so about that? It's funny, like, most brands now start as e-commerce brands and sort of start with that online presence and then sort yeah. of get some um, interest from stores. We started yeah. old school conservative because, like, our experience with our parents and stuff was more of a wholesale model, which is selling to shops. So we went yeah. to a, a, a trade show called Life and Style, which is a homewares and gift show in Melbourne and Sydney yep. twice a year and so we started there showing our accessories do you still go to those sort of shows we do yeah so we still we, we, we now only show our accessories there because we're trying yeah. to sort of separate our clothing from our accessories but yeah so we we sell to probably probably 250 shops across the country beautiful you know, I know denim and cloth are they're a very good very good customer very very good I buy a lot through them so yeah, no, they're, they're great in there so bit. they're like we're sort of one of our top tier um, accounts and some really great ones in the state as well. Yep. Um, so it's great, you know, the, the, the wholesale um, businesses, you know, help spread you, your brand and your message and your word and, um, you know, greater reach. And, you know, so we, we've got a really great wholesale business. So probably, you know, two years ago, that was probably 80% of our business. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, fortunately, for sort of margins and stuff, it's probably now 60% online or 65%, 35 yeah, wholesale. Okay. Um, but that's probably a good balance to have people go, oh, there's probably those some people maybe in my experience the sort of older generation that don't like buying stuff online so exactly right. they've got that spot to go in try it um find their fit and then purchase it over yep. the counter certainly so yeah like exactly right and even the holiday destinations and stuff like one of our absolute best accounts is in Noosa on yeah. Hastings Street there yeah okay. Peter sells body body after body after body and like would oh like yeah Noosa it's perfect yeah Noosa is just covered in OITC because his account's amazing and his orders. He's very loyal to us and, you know, sells a lot of them. Yeah. And that's great. You know, that's the exposure you want. Um, and that's why the wholesale model yeah. is very sound. And then sort of on the back end, the uh, back side of the business, employees-wise, you sort of told us off air, but how many employees do you guys have and what is sort of like a Monday, Tuesday sort of look like here in the yeah, office? It's pretty full. Um, so we've probably got about, we've got about 12 here at Norwood now. Yeah. I'm um, in, v- in different roles. We've also got design, we've got marketing, we've got... Um, we've got custom, we've got accounts and inventory, we've got media buying, which is, you know, Facebook and Instagram, and yep. sort of ads yeah. and Google. Uh, we've got warehouse, we've got uh, operations. We've got the whole lot, yeah. So we've got, like, a, a really great team. Our, our team's yeah. amazing. We've got a, a bunch of really, really great people who buy into what we're trying to do and, they, they you know, they they work their ass off. It's really exciting, like, you know, yeah. see their passion um, and we've got really good people around us. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... 12 here and then we're probably going to take on four or five for the Norwood shops. Yeah. 
Um, actually, my sister's managing this Beautiful. shop, which is really exciting. Call um, it family-run business then. Yeah, so, so Chloe's coming in, and then obviously, not obviously, but like Lewis Hender actually yep. works here now. He's head of accounts and inventory. Yeah, I've seen him doing a bit of modelling over Father's <laughs> yeah, Day. Yeah, he did a Father's Day shoot. <laughs> yeah, so it's become a bit of a family affair, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, uh, that'll, that team will grow, um, which is exciting. Uh, and probably come Black Friday, we'll probably take on another six to eight casuals for you know maybe a fortnight of yeah. chaos yeah so cool. if anyone harry and i'll put our hands up yeah, well, you know, that. You boys will come, <laughs> come stock some orders you boys can come in but yeah we'll probably need probably four to six other people so when did yeah. you first employ someone was that a bit of a hard process it was very yeah it's very like, scary because yeah. you know like you're sort of going from just worrying about yourself to having other people's livelihoods so our first two employees we employed two at the same time yeah it was emma and izzy yeah, are they still working? Emma's actually still here. Yeah, beautiful. So Emma's amazing, and Iz, Iz was incredible as well. Is ended up moving to uh, Port Lincoln. Yeah. Both very talented. Because also when you start a business, like you, you can't have people in like just a marketing role or just yeah. um, accounts role. They have oh, to be yeah. all rounders. They have to be all rounders. And yeah. fortunately, they're both absolute go getters, hard workers. Isabel was actually a long term friend, and M obviously met once we employed her. But both lovely people, hard workers. Believed in what we were trying to, you know, do, yeah, um, and had so much passion. That's the key with employees, really. It's like they've got to sort of take it on as it's their business in a sense. Yeah, exactly right. And they they both owned it, and they still do. M's amazing. So M's is now in um, sort of an influencer marketing type yeah. role, um, and she's just a hard worker. <laughs> she just gets yeah. to work, and she's um, no, she's fantastic. Beautiful. When you first got them, was it a bit of just like giving them jobs to do, which you just didn't have the time for? Yeah, and like sort of balancing, um, sort of trying to trying to get everyone a role that there's not too much crossover because you need to try and you know, spread yourself as wide as you can when you've only got four people. Um, so yeah, no, Isabel was more in a design and uh, marketing role, and M sort of operations and you know warehouse and um, you know content creation. Yeah. Sort of they've both Emma since grown into more of a. Um, she's out of the warehouse now. Yeah. She's doing yeah, all our influencer and content yeah wicked yeah sweet and um now that of course you have this big team and you just talked about it then but for you and um charlie personally how like over time have you like delegated roles between two of you and kind of now what the as you're the kind of heads of the company what do you what are your of course you got to overlook people have meetings and yeah. stuff with the crew but what do you kind of do specifically it's always changing yeah. yeah but um yeah so charlie's more of the, the creative direction so he looks after all of our um design yeah. and e-commerce so very creative dude, very hard worker. Um, so yeah, he's got. He looks after the e-commerce team. Then I've probably got more of the wholesale um, operations, yeah. logistics, I suppose, like PR and stuff like that. Yeah. Sort of spreading yeah. the message, dealing with sort of or you dealing with like the shops and your operational stuff. Yeah, like yeah. you know, executing the shop and stuff like that. We've got a really good balance between Charlie and I. Got a great relationship, really great mates. I'm sure you guys would intertwine in each other's stuff a fair bit. Yeah, reason we, I guess. Yeah, we, we probably more previously. We're now probably trying to define our roles more um, yeah. because it's probably inefficient if we're crossing. Yeah, you've probably seen that much of each other. Yeah, and like you know, like for example, I, you know, I, 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 I'm across what's going on in the e-commerce space, and you know, like Charlie and I, we don't have like you know sit down and have a meeting for an hour in every day. Yeah. We, we just have twenty meetings a day where we just yeah. we chat and we use each other yeah. as a sounding board. How often do you guys talk? Like especially out of hours, I guess, out of that nine to five sort of thing. You guys, the amount of times this guy calls me because we, we, yeah, we talk a fair bit. Well, I talk to Harry a fair bit about different stuff, but <laughs> yeah. especially like now, that you guys are a big company. How much are you guys like texting each other? We always talk, man. Like, you know, probably like uh, after hours now, probably more respectful of each other's space. Yeah, 
Um, because you know, you hear that, you know, we, yeah. Well, <laughs> you Harry, hear that? okay, Harry. When we <laughs> get an yeah, office full, full time, time. <laughs> I'll I'll let you and maybe if you have got a girlfriend at the time, have a bit of a personal space. <laughs> no, we're, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking all day, every day. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you know we we've got a really good relationship and um, we love what we do, which helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, I got another question. Sorry, Trevor. Um, about sorry. selling, like, I don't really know the model in terms of how you sold, but. Of course, you have your wholesale stuff, but do you is all your stuff just on your website to buy whenever now, or do you kind of do limited drops and that? No, type no, of so we're, yeah, it's always on our website. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we got drops, but like, but that's when you drop it onto the website. It's not like you do a limited number. And yeah, no, yeah. so we're probably we got a lot de- deeper levels of stock, yeah. so we're not selling. Yeah, anything. I feel like when you get to a certain point of being pretty big, like you have to do that. To yeah, I mean, I, I love what some of those brands are doing. We like, you know, like smaller drops and yeah. exciting and then you know, I sell it out and that's sick like in two minutes and all that sort of yeah. stuff <laughs> that's a dream like what are they called um, like that women's brand like, uh, oh Mr. Winston. Mr. Winston yeah they kill it that's yeah. so cool yeah. like what they do is like this is amazing um, but yeah we're probably just yeah, a bit, bit different with what we're doing ah, very fair yeah. Um, getting back onto sort of the ordering stuff, like I've seen some photos and that of shipping containers and stuff getting dropped off. Yep. What stage did you get to the point where you're like, shit, stuff's coming in a whole shipping container just for us? Yeah. So I don't know, maybe once again, three year mark or something. Probably our yeah. first swim container. Once again, like you never get sick of seeing them because it's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Exciting because we're not air freighting it because air freight is so expensive. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we actually, we've, 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 Recently realised we can't get a 40-foot container here at Nord because the truck can't yeah. get out. <laughs> so, um, so that was a bit of a nightmare getting the first container in. It's realising nuts. We can only get 20-footers here. But yeah, so the containers are great. Um, very exciting. Depth of stock arriving. Um, How many containers a year do you reckon, on average, roughly? It's growing. Um, probably w- oh, maybe 10 this year, I reckon. Yeah. 10, 20-footers. So it's, you know, it's a lot of stock. That's yeah. heaps. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we saw the warehouse and that looks like a lot of stock. In chock a block. We've, we've run out of space. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've just taken a space on out at Wingfield, actually. Yeah. Sort of like an overflow. Is it like the same size as this? Oh, oh it's ma- way bigger than oh, this. Oh, right. But, yeah. but it's not, just sold warehouse. We're not, it's just we're not filling it all, though. Like that's yeah. more just, um, it's actually a friend doing us a favour. Yeah, okay. We, we need to find new space and get yeah. out of here. Um, yeah. But that takes a lot of work. So we're probably, we're thinking maybe February. Yeah, because um, that's probably when we have our least stock post summer before autumn when you get here. Yeah, wheels are spinning right now. We just can't even think about it. But like, yeah, that's probably my next job to be sorting out. Yeah, and tell the people listening. You kind of t- gave us a quick run through before, but like, how much stock you actually have here? Um, I forgot how many rows you had. Oh, it's so much stock here. Yeah. Like, I don't know it's probably five hundred or oh, four hundred SKUs, including socks. Yeah. And so about yeah. five rows, about. 20 metres long. Roof high. Like if you, Harry, literally if you look behind you, you can see boxes and we're sitting up a level. Yeah, there's, so there's a lot are. of stuff here. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have a clue how much units or whatever sitting here, but there's a shitload yeah. of stock. But like that's all building for Black So Friday. buy it up, guys, because yeah. there's plenty of it to go around. <laughs> no, there's plenty to go around, um, but we're sort of trying to build a war chest of stock for Black Friday. That's yeah. sort of crazy. We spend a whole year planning. Has it been pretty big in the past? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's massive. And yeah. sort of this will be our biggest ever. Yeah, um, okay. it's, it's amazing you know it helps the cash flow like we're talking about cash earlier yeah. cash can be really tricky yeah um and it helps your cash flow because a lot of cash comes in quickly it's just our issue is right now i'm not quite sure if we do the volumes we want to do this year how we're physically going to pack it pack the orders yeah you just want to do more no that's yeah. so fair um how do you go about like dropping different designs of course uh charlie has a lot more to do with that yeah on the design side but kind of you put a bit of a timeline of when you want to release a new thing yep. that type of thing 
Yeah, so we've got probably four main drops for the year. So there's sort of um, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Winter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. funnily enough. Uh, but the way things have worked with our cash flow and our wholesale model, we've traditionally had bigger drops where you drop a, a big range and sort of that lasts for a few months. But the way e-commerce is sort of moving, that's not really how we want to be. Yeah, um, yeah. We probably would rather have smaller drops more often. They create interest and, you know, m- yeah. more... Um, you're getting more garments out there. In a yeah, sense. exactly. More right, designs yeah. and everything. More designs. Instead of going like, you know, 12 quarter zips on March 1 for autumn. Going, you just never know what people are going to want. Yeah, going four, four to start with and then going four. And that also yeah. allows you to sort of see what's working and what's popular to then get reorders in and, you know, start sort of getting the, um getting it restocked before it's selling out. Because like one of our biggest issues is everything's always sold out, yeah. which is, you know, a great problem to have. But, but getting that time, inventory mixed right. And yeah. We've now got Louis in house who's, you know, making a massive difference yeah. of keeping track of these things. But he's only been here for a couple of months. Like, you know, a lot of these um, issues won't be ironed out for a few, you know, six six more months until exactly. we get back in yeah, front. Yeah, it could take a long time. But, yeah, like, back, ideally it is probably, you know, a drop every two to three weeks, to be honest. What's that's, you? like, you know, outdated. That, that's, yeah. That's yeah. You guys are mates with them. We were like cool yeah. with them. What was the last week? Yeah. yeah. Well, episode before, before you is outdated. Yeah, cool. They're, they're, they're doing a great job of it. Like, Mr. Winston, you know, that's... That's their model, and that's more of an e-commerce model, yeah. Yeah. which is something we would like to probably transition more towards. Tool. Still having yeah. a depth of product, yeah. but probably more interest more but often. But do it on a bit of a larger scale. Exactly right, ideally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what is your most popular product, and what's <coughs> your favourite? Most popular would be a quarter zip. So we yeah. kind of <laughs> fell into them. Like we, um, crews and hoodies for the last, and rugby jumpers the last probably six or seven years have been the thing. Yeah. yeah, quarter zips probably last two years have just gone crazy. Like we're probably selling four quarter zips every crew now. Yeah, quarter zips crazy. are start again. I love them. Yeah, they're, they're good. Like perfect, perfect business casual. They're mix. versatile. So you know you can wear them loungy with your lounge yeah. shorts or, um, you know, cash, or you can wear them with jeans and chinos to dinner. So like they're yeah. very like they're versatile. Yeah. yeah. What does everyone in the office sort of wear? Well, as you can see, I'm too casual. I wear lounge shorts every day. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else are adults. So <laughs> yeah. um, I, everyone just normally wears a crew or like a hoodie or something from my YTC. Yeah. yeah. They get ridiculed if they don't. Sort of yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone ever rocked up with like a rival company? Oh, though, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like like, which we're, yeah. we're comfortable with. But like, got to so wear ITC. Hey, that's, that's a good way to not have to go downstairs and sell products exactly when right, customers yeah. come in. Well, I've never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. So like, normally everyone. Um, Wear something OITC, but like we're not too. Who cares? Don't you yeah, know. get the word done. <laughs> yeah. And are you here like all day, every day, or do you kind of do you have many meetings outside the office, that type of thing? Yeah, my like I said, my role is like very versatile at times. So I'm yeah. in and out lots, and which, is, which is I'm very fortunate for. Um, but yeah, we're here. Like Charlie and I, Charlie's normally here. At, yeah, seven o'clock, and I'm normally here around then. Yeah. Here five ish. Oh yeah, here tonight is probably doing like a seven to eight. Yeah, and that's this is fun. Yeah, it's fine. Seven twenty. Nah. Yeah, but yeah, no, normally yeah, seven quarter past seven till yeah. five ish, which is you know pretty long day. But I don't know, it's it doesn't feel like work when you love it. Yeah, yeah. and I haven't scrolled through your socials, but you've obviously done a fair bit of modelling to show off some of your staff. Do you? Not me personally. No, you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got sorry, you got models. Do you do a lot of shoots? And yeah, yeah, kind of heaps. Yeah, so that obviously a very big investment. Have you um, like a group of models or like? Someone you go we to. We normally change it. Yeah, I've seen so Oscar like Bloomfield doing a yeah, bit of modelling. Good man, yeah. Get along very well with him. It's it's tricky because um, there's not a great deal of models in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately for them, you know, the work's in the state. Yeah. So um, as you guys probably uh, realise, there's very few clothing brands in Adelaide. Yeah. 
it's or at least good ones. Yeah, and they're growing, you know, and, that, and that's great. And like you know, like we love to see other brands popping up, but um, so there's probably not the, the the work for models in Adelaide. So a lot of them do. You know, there's still some great models here, but like majority go interstate. Um, yeah. So ninety percent of the models we're using are from interstate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just by just having more choice. Just bringing them over, or are you doing stuff over there? Uh, so yeah. So sometimes we like, for example, our um, spring summer shoot, which we did last week. Yeah. We brought two models over from interstate to shoot e-commerce here. So that's your like your lookbook and your website yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, Charlie and Emma went over and did a lifestyle in Sydney. So yeah. we have three models over there. You know, they're they're a big investment though. Like you know that oh, shoot yeah. probably cost us. 25 grand like yeah. it's a lot of a lot of money and you want to get them but right yeah but at the back end if your stuff doesn't look amazing on your website and that yeah. especially when your majority is based off your website then it could probably hinder you more than it can no, exactly right you're gonna get it right you. and you know so you're gonna spend the money to make the product look good and which it does um, which is really really important and then you obviously support that with influencers yeah and that sort of you know your depth of content because that shoot as well also gets boring pretty quickly because you know oh, yeah. you can't just, if you if you plaster that shoot for twenty days in a row everyone's like well I'm seeing the same shit I don't care yeah. so um you know having layers of influencer UGC like user generated content yeah. your own shoots um just different types of content is really important definitely and how do you go with like location scouting and stuff like that uh once is again, it hard to be fresh about it it's tricky yeah because once again we're shooting right now in um. September, which it's not warm here, no. <laughs> obviously, and it's like hard to fake that warmth. So, at this time of year, we're scouting the state and just finding you know, locations and hiring. Excuse me, um, but ideally, we'll get it ahead of the curve with all of our um, ranges and samples where we can be shooting. Hopefully, at the back end of this summer locally yeah. for the following summer, twelve months ahead. Yeah, for sure. And Trav, I'll let you ask your favourite yeah. question. Bring, bring um, it. What are five tips for someone starting a new business? Like, if you could go back and tell you Jeez, and Charlie, I've got here. five or RTC well, not five tips yeah, coming to you. Five yeah. or uh, however many you want. You're gonna be hungry, you know. Yeah. So, like, like I said, we we sort of um, we got knocked back a fair bit with like you know like the supplies overseas and like learning skills and like I suppose you could have a. a uh, eagerness and hu- uh, hunger to, to learn and be a sponge. I suppose sponge is the key. The key, yeah. like ask questions. You know, ask people that know more than you questions. Don't be afraid to like to reach out to people and use contacts and networks because you know people love helping other people in business. You know, like if they've got experience and they've got you know see some young guys or anyone having a crack. Yeah, well, that's um, how I got onto you. It was through contacts yeah. and not being scared to ask. You know, and exactly right. Yeah, look where we're sitting. If you don't ask. You know, you don't know. So yeah. Um, what else, boys? Um, you know, be a risk taker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you know, you've got to put yourself out there and, like, you know, it's not definitely going to work. Like, we got fortunate, like, you know, lots of hard work, but this this worked. But you've got to be prepared to take risks and, you know, yeah. I suppose sacrifice a little bit to um to make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need some energy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's like it, it can it can knock you down a bit, like, when you're working those long hours when you're um, out of, you know, when you're doing it part-time and you yeah. sort of... Grinding away. Yeah, like when you were saying you and Charlie were both trying to pretty much work full-time jobs and then do this yeah. in a f- sweaty little mezzanine. Yeah, but like, you know, like it, that was, we just lost that. It was so much fun yeah. in a weird way. Look back on that, that oh, one yeah. times. Um, one yeah. more. One more. If you can. What do we got? Um, I, I suppose you're going to be, 
uh, utilize the people around you. What else is there? Um, you got me off guard here. I'm really <laughs> about it. Nah, that's good. I liked it a lot. Uh, you're gonna be a good listener. Yeah. yeah. Especially once you get colleagues and stuff, um, understanding, well, accept other people's ideas and stuff. Yeah, like definitely. That. You know, like, um, you know, I have a hundred ideas a day, and ninety nine might be shit. But like, yeah. you know, like, just, I suppose, um, listening to people around you and understanding what motivates them as well. Um, so sort of like, I suppose, I, I thought I had pretty good people skills, but like, once you start getting more staff and stuff, you realise that like, you know, I, was, I wasn't the level I needed to be. You know, yeah. and understanding that like, different people are motivated by different things. You know, some people. Yeah. How did you go, like, when you started employing people and, like, of course you have to focus on the business but then you also got to focus on your employees and keeping them happy. It's something you don't really have to worry about when it's just the two of you. How did you exactly go Exactly right. It's, it's, it's a transition, you know, going from just being Charlie and I and sort of, like, worrying about ourselves. So now being, like, a leader. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, you know, it's a transition and understanding, like, um, what different people are motivated in different ways. And, like, you know, we're, we're fortunate. We've got an amazing team, amazing people around us and, they, you know, they're very invested in what we're doing. You know, everyone's got different um, mo- like motivations and like yeah. and, and react to different, I suppose, types of criticism or um, types of feedback. And it's just learning how the, how the different people react. And well, what I'd imagine you want to learn a lot from having employees from Mate, so different much. ways they do certain jobs and yeah. businesses. And like, you know, some people might do something a different way than you want to do it. But guess yeah. what? If it gets to the same endpoint, well, that's great. Yeah. Um. So you know, we've I'm I'm learning every day. Like I, I to be honest, like understanding staff and like different ways that people want to do things probably been the most challenging thing you know yeah. you spend a lot of time um in your day um you know working with other people that it's, it's all it's all new like you know i haven't I've, I've, i haven't worked in many workplaces like you know it's yeah. all it's all very foreign to us um and like you're just learning every day but you know it's challenging but it's fun you know end of the day everyone's got the same goal of getting you to like you know where we want to get to and working yeah. really hard like everyone's got their best interest at art but it's just making sure... Um, That's how you know you've got the right employees. Yeah, definitely. We've got such a great crew, but just making sure you're providing an environment and the support they need to get the best out of them. Because, you know, everyone needs different... Everyone's slightly different, and some, yeah. some people just need... You've got to lean into that, I guess, as one of the bosses. Yeah, and some people, you know, some people are, are much much prefer to be more independent and, you know, go out and just be left to their own devices, but some people would like more support, and that's it, it, all fine, and that's... Mm. That's great, um, but you know, where when we first started this as well, we we're like we're twenty four or twenty five when we first had employees, yeah. and like you know, not much older than them. Like you know, now we've got employees that are you know, older mid, than you, mid thirties, and yeah. some are nineteen. Yeah. You know, like so it's a very broad range of people, yeah. um, and it's just about managing different types of people. Yeah, and, like, definitely. We're very fortunate. We've got a great, a great crew. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll finish off strong. What's next for ORTC? What's next? Uh, so we've got the shop opening, as I yeah. mentioned, which is so exciting. Um, that's really going to be um, exciting for our, you know, putting ourselves out there. Yeah, um, business growth. Yeah, definitely. Um, and ultimately, I'd love in the next 12 months to have a Melbourne Sydney shop. Yeah. Um, so that's probably one of the big um, exciting yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, next, I think we've got some denim coming, some, yeah. some more knitwear for yeah. winter, um, some more puffers and jackets. Uh, some underwear, hopefully. We can yeah, that's cool. I rate that. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's going to come. Sick of people wearing tradie underwear. <laughs> yeah, there's no way, man. <laughs> bonds. So, so what else? Yeah, so that's that's sort of like the yeah. future. What's the goal? Make it as big as possible? Yeah, like we're ambitious, you know. Yeah. Um, we want to continue <coughs> to grow. Um, we've got some brands we look up to and, and we want to be there one day. Yeah. Um, but what? yeah, we're sort of just trying to like 
tick off a category and continue growing. What's your international sales like? Good. So that, that's growing as well. Um, during COVID, it got really tricky with supply and freight logistics and Getting stuff. Getting there, yeah. Sort of pe- we sort of pegged it back and said, hey, let's get Australia right. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to do too much yeah. and probably stretching ourselves too thin. Takes takes to be pretty smart in a sense to be able to work out when you're doing that and to be able to say, hang on, hang on, stop, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, exactly. we had that moment. We're like, hang yeah. on, like we're trying to go to the trade shows again this year overseas and we're like, hang on, like we're – We've got so much opportunity left in Australia. Let's get yeah. this right and then let's focus on overseas. Well, you know, we're still doing good sales overseas online, yeah. uh, but a wholesale we've pegged back completely. Where's your biggest market, uh, roughly? Australia. Australia. Oh, yeah. Is there a certain state? Um, I think Adelaide's still probably the number one, yeah. but we're, yeah. still, we're selling a lot. Like, it's a lot in the state now. You're still yeah. there doing it. It's not like Adelaide's yeah. way ahead yet. No, it's like Adelaide was, obviously. You know, yeah, once, but once obviously oh, Adelaide-based. It's like our, probably all our listeners probably... Yeah, to be, yeah. to be honest, it's probably pretty even now between Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, which yeah. is pretty sweet. Like, in, you know, all those people in Melbourne, Sydney are just all new customers, which is we yeah. love seeing new customers. People that you don't know or don't know. Or yeah, there's stock stores over there, like Denim and yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, I, if I looked at Shopify right now, like, I wouldn't recognise any names. Which yeah, is that'd yeah. be cool. Pretty, that'd be pretty surreal. Yeah. Do you reckon a board short store in Bali? <laughs> it's funny, my mum actually said that to the other, me the other day. She's like, I'll go and run it for you. I was like, oh... Done. <laughs> done. Fucking us. <laughs> yeah. So I think it might get like, get let Bali get back on its feet. Yeah. A couple of years and who knows? Like you know, things are moving so fast. If I look at us where we were twelve months ago, like we're so much further ahead of the goals and where we want to be and stuff. Like yeah. I just don't know. Like I'd never say never. Like we're exactly. we're very open to just uh, having a crack. That's the best mindset to have. Love it, Trav. Anything left? I don't have much. Anything? anything you, you think we haven't covered? No, it's awesome. Good to have a chat. I've sort of just, I yeah, know, it's been great. Probably just dribbled for now. Nah, it's like good. People it's love it. like That's what people want. To have it. Good. Well, no, um, all I'll say is if anyone you know, wants to have a crack in you know, business or wants some advice, like I'm no expert, um, but you know, hit him up. I've had plenty, we've made plenty of mistakes. So hit me up, I'm more than happy to. We'll do a discount code as well. So let's do it. Shouting25. Done. Get Shouting. on it, people. Shouting25. Get, Get on, on it. it. I'll make it right now on Shopify. Perfect. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I'd love to see some listeners shopping up. Beautiful. They will. This will uh, be when will this be out? This will be out in Cool question. Around around a month. We'll be out in a month. Sweet. Yeah. From yeah. now. So when you're listening to it, you're not waiting in a month for it. You're getting it right now, obviously. Shouting twenty five. <laughs> Use code shouting twenty five. Shouting twenty five. But yeah. Jump on it. And a shout Load out to up. Will. Shout out to Charlie, who's not here as well. Yeah. yeah. No, Charlie's a Hope uh, Charlie's knee's going well. He's I back. know I know what it's like. So you've done one? Yeah. Yeah. No you're good. Poor bastard. Not fun. So much pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. So thanks go for check them out. Oh, oh, thanks RTC for coming on. on everything. Thanks for hosting us as well. Pleasure. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's been great. Thank you. Yeah.